0: Welcome, Jumpmasters and Squaddies alike, to Kings Canyon Radio. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan or Hello Ghostly, and welcome to another fantastic episode of this fine Apex Legends podcast. This week is going to be hella strange and it's going to be hella different. And the reasoning for that is I'm not doing Tears of Joy this week. The whole reason and purpose for why I'm not doing this particular segment is because I have genuinely run out of any and utterly ideas for that segment. As well as I'm running on a bit of a time frame this week. So I wouldn't be able to get the episode done and ready in time. If I stopped to sit and focus on making that segment. And getting it all ready to go. So we're going to be completely skipping over Tears of Joy this week. We're going to be doing the news. We're going to be doing the Lorca Law. And we're going to be doing some tips and tricks. My personal tips and tricks. Again I'm running low on them too. So your boy's getting a bit stuck in the hood in the chisane. Especially when I love this show. And there's not a lot of news coming out each and every week for this particular podcast. So what are you going to do, brother? couldy woo! Anyway, there is a lot of news to talk about in this week's. Mainly because a brand new patch update has come in the form of 1.1.1. And it is full of so many things that I'm going to be talking about it all. And it's going to make this a big, chunky, fat boy of an episode. So... Let's read it off. It says, hey all, Lee RSPN here with Respawn Sean and JFresh underscore Respawn and Scripticus to give you a quick update on Live Balance for Legends and Weapons. Before I continue reading, the way I said it like that was mainly because the Lee RSPN is like there's a lot of ease and I just felt the need to do it, okay? I felt the need to sing it. So let's start things off with the legend balance, they said the following with a big old description. At the start of season 1 we previously talked about how our beloved thick boys, Pathfinder, Gibraltar and Caustic were getting crushed due to their hitbox size compared to other legends. We first wanted to try adjusting hitboxes to better fit the model for Pathfinder, this change worked very well. Note. Separately, we are actively investigating and working on fixing unrelated hit registration issues, sometimes affecting all characters. However, after looking at the data and players' feedback, Gibraltar and Caustic only improved slightly with the hitbox adjustments. We don't believe that hitbox and character kit tuning is sufficient to bring Gibraltar and Caustic in with their smaller competitors. Starting with patch 1.1.1, Gibraltar and Caustic will get a new perk added to their passive, Fortified, which reduces damage taken by 10%. Over the week or two following this change, we will be watching how they perform with this additional protection and aggressively tune it if they are still underpowered relative to their size. Our goal is to ensure both legends are viable picks by the end of this process. Additionally, we're also making a few quality of life kit adjustments to ensure their marquee abilities are a more impactful part of their individual playstyle. That was a lot. Anyway, so let's break down the individual Legends changes. So let's start things off with Caustic because he has the fortified passive perk added, which will reduce damage taken by 10%. His gas damage per tick has now been increased from 1 to 4, and his ultimate throw distance has been increased from 28 meters to 33 meters. On to your residential Thick Boy of Doom, otherwise known as Gibraltar. He now also has the fortified passive perk added. He will also get a gun shield health increased from 50 to 75. So he's a real Thick Boy, he's a real chuggaroonie. On to weapon balancing. We have another description. On the weapon side of the equation, we've made a number of changes to try to improve the power of long range gameplay. We're reducing leg shot damage reduction on sniper category weapons so you're not punished for landing inaccurate shots at long distance. Given the semi-auto and low damage nature of our current sniper suite, coupled with the general speed and evasiveness of many legends kits, it already takes several challenging shots to down someone at range. Because of this difficult sniper environment, we're also reducing general sniper weapon sway and hitting the DMR with a few targeted buffs to make it more viable to engage legends at range. Separately from the sniper category, we are nerfing the Spitfire a bit, but our goal is to still keep it strong as it's a rarer spawning weapon. The wingman is receiving a few magazine size nerfs so that it doesn't dominate the stock gun versus stock gun battle early on due to its super high damage per bullet. Lastly, the Havoc is getting some general ammo and charge beam buffs to bring it in line as a viable energy ammo AR that competes with the R301 and flatline slash hemlock. The end goal is that the Havoc pressures a player's ability to find energy ammo but is less dependent on finding attachments where the R301 and flatline slash hemlock have less ammo pressure but a higher reliance on finding more attachments to achieve power. I've got some real big opinions about this, but I'll break that down after I get through all these complete the net and Earth. So the G seven Scout triple take and longbow DMR featured the following: low leg shot damage reduction from twenty five percent down to ten percent, reduced base weapon spray by around thirty three percent, reduced base spray speed by about twenty five percent. The Longbow DMR has some additional changes, such as increased fire rate from 1.2 to 1.6. As well as its magazine size getting some changes, the base mag has been increased from 5 rounds to 6 rounds. The common mag extender has been increased from 6 to 8. The rear mag extender has been increased from 8 to 10. And the epic mag extender has been increased from 10 rounds to 12 rounds. On to the Havoc, otherwise known as the Weapon Changes, because we have a skin at the end of this Battle Pass and we want people to actually want that skin. Comes in the form of an increased base magazine size from 25 to 32 rounds, as well as the Charge Beam has had a bunch of changes, for example... The reduced cost per shot has been changed from 5 to 4. Its increased close range damage has been changed from 45 to 50. The close range damage fall off has been increased from 35 meters to 75 meters. The range damage fall off increase has been changed from 75 to 125 meters. These changes to me personally feel like the only reason they were done was because of the skin at the end of the battle pass. That's my theory on it if I'm honest. I think it's a little crap and I think it's a little bullshit. Especially with the changes being made to other weapons to make them worse off when I don't necessarily see a problem, especially with these next round of changes that we'll be talking about. And that comes in the form of a wingman because the magazine size has been reduced, which is kind of ridiculous. So the base mag has been reduced from six rounds to four. The common mag extender has been reduced from eight rounds to six. The rare magazine has been reduced from 9 to 8. And the epic has been reduced from 12 rounds to 10 rounds. I feel like this was just done... To essentially nerf the wingman into the ground. I personally do not use the wingman. I have no stake in that gun being good because I do not like it. I'm not very good with the wingman. I prefer the R301 personally as well as the Peacekeeper. Those are my weapons of choice. And maybe a Spitfire if I come across one of those at some point. So I have no stake in the wingman being good whatsoever. But I think four rounds is ridiculous especially on console. Even as a semi competent FPS player I struggle sometimes to hit my shots and 4 bullets I can get off before another person could get 18 shots off for example on a carbine. As well as the increase now from the 25 shots of a Havoc to 35, I think is what it said. I might be wrong, and that might be 30. But even so, the amount of bullets they can get off in comparison to a high-powered round, I still have to hit, like, three shots of a wingman to kill someone, I think it is. Especially if they have armor. So it's kind of ridiculous, in my opinion. But what are you going to do? That weapon just got nerfed. It's been nerfed heavily into the ground. So why nerf it again? I don't get it. Another nerf that I don't fully understand is the Spitfire is because they've reduced a bunch of stuff which I don't fully understand, especially when they've nerfed the wingman into the ground. Why would they still keep this gun strong if they want the Havoc to be the strongest one in the game? But I digress. They've reduced the base damage from 20 to 80 and they've also done some changes to the magazine extender for this weapon. If you have a common magazine extender, you will get 45 rounds now instead of 40. The rare version will now not give you 55 rounds, but 45 rounds. And the epic will no longer give you 60 rounds, but 55 rounds. On to the adjustments for the gold weapons, we have some attachments changes. So the gold Havoc will now have a turbocharger as well as a one timeslash two times variable hollow sight. The gold R301 now has a one times to two times variable hollow sight. The gold Wingman will now have a digital threat as its site of choice. Now on to the good stuff about this patch, and and that is the Battle Pass XP bonus event, and this goes as followed. In honor of Thick Boy's buff, we're going to be running a bonus Battle Pass XP event from approximately 10am PST 4.16 through to approximately 10am PST 4.18. Your first top five of the day, your squad places fifth or better in a match, will grant you a full bonus battle pass level, which will be 29,500 battle point XP, up to the max of a level 110. You can earn this once per day. We'll also be finding other moments during the season to add battle pass xp bonus so stay tuned personally i think this should be a weekly occurrence it would make sense as well as only three days worth and they call this a an event like giving me three levels Ooh, yay whoop do doo out of 110 levels i can get three yay how exciting i know this is going to be running for a while but even so i think it's a little bit rubbish just a little bit There was some other additional changes. The jump ship speed has been increased by 50%. According to the developers, this was because they felt that the ship was moving a bit too slow after watching players' behavior, so they're speeding it up. So players who like to drop later in the flight path won't have to wait as long. And then lastly, there's some bug fixes in the form of a UI bug fix where the wrong percentage would be displayed for all boost badges, and that is it. That is all of the patch notes. I'm sorry it took so long. There's a couple of things in here that I don't like. Like, I'm not a huge fan... Of the boosted health for Caustic and Gibraltar. I've not actually used this myself. So I can't really comment on how it feels. I did play last night. But I didn't play Gibraltar or Caustic. Because my friend kept taking Caustic. Because he's a dick. And I wanted to play Caustic. And I like Caustic. But I don't like Gibraltar. So yes. I did want to test this out. I will hopefully do some testing by next episode. And I'll be able to hopefully by then. Give you some full opinion on it. But right now. I don't really know what to talk about. Let's get into the tip of the week, which is meta doesn't matter, as I like to call it, or doesn't matter. If you get it, meta doesn't matter. Yes, I made a joke, and yes, it was terrible. Let's get into what I've said here anyway. When it comes to playing any multiplayer game, there is always a best way to play. However, that doesn't mean you have to follow it. Just because a weapon or character is best, doesn't mean it's best for you. I would rather personally be playing with a team that is playing to its highest potential rather than what the community class is as meta. If a player, such as myself, struggles to use the R99 but is more comfortable with a Prowler, then I would be more preferable to have that player be using a Prowler rather than an R99. Mainly because they're more likely to hit their shots, they're more likely to do more damage with that weapon because they are more used to that weapon because they're more comfortable that works the same way with legend so what i want to say to you in this entire thing is don't follow the meta meta does not matter it is never mattered in any game whatsoever unless you are playing competitively at the highest of the high and you are the best player in the world and you can beat anybody then it matters but until then it don't matter whatsoever just play what you're comfortable in play the characters that you enjoy and play what you like Because you're more likely to find success if you're enjoying what you're using. And that's my suggestion there. Let's get into Lore Galore. This week's Lore Galore is Lifeline because she comes from blood money. Yeah, she's an evil, evil little hero. No, she's not. We'll find that out in a minute. If you didn't know, Lifeline comes from a wealthy family with their parents accumulating their wealth by profiting off the IMC and Frontier Militia. Lifeline, being ashamed of how her parents earned their money, decided to go into the Apex game, which she uses the profits to benefit the civilians' lives who were ruined by the war. That's really cool. I like that very much, Lee. Indeed, that is pretty much all I've got for today's episode. I hope you have enjoyed. Like I said, Tears of Joys will return once I have something to talk about in that particular segment. I'm going to look through and have some ideas and sit down and have a good think. But until then, I've got to work it out. As always, if you've enjoyed this episode of this Apex Legends podcast, otherwise known as King's Canyon Radio, then as always, go on over to iTunes and leave a review. I am going to be getting ready to jump now. Everybody, get ready to drop. Ghostly out.